back to the MTR Network. This is Chris here, and I got Deepom on the line. And we are back with episode two of the Character Corner. And uh, last time we did Scott Lang, the Ant-Man. And that was actually really... We had, a, we had a fun time doing that one, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was educational. Now, this one we are doing on uh, your personal favorite. This is one you wanted to do. And this is actually... The mantle of the character is something that kind of started... That gave me the idea of doing these shows. Uh, we did the we recorded a review for the season finale of the flash and the flash tv show on cw and that stars you know barry allen and you kind of went over a brief history of the flash and we kind of went over that and after we did that was like you know that was really fun we should probably maybe we just did a show based on that we just pick a character and so that's kind of what birthed us doing this idea so here we are now. We are going to do the Flash again, but this time we're not going with Barry Allen Flash. We're going with Wally West Flash. And it's, it's it's my Flash. It's our Flash. Yeah, you know, and and that's the first thing that stands out to me about this is, like, if you if you really look at it, the the inclusion of Barry Allen as the Flash is actually kind of a recent thing, right? Because for the longest time, the Flash was 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 Wally West to me. That is the Flash. Like, there was only one DC comic I really followed growing up, and it was Flash. Right. And my Flash was Wally West. I believe that was also the that was the Flash that was on in the uh, the cartoons. I mean, that is just the Flash. It was it was very it was like early two thousands that they brought. Oh no, they didn't bring Barry back till two thousand nine. Two thousand nine, yeah. So it's only recent that Barry Allen is back and is considered the Flash. But for the longest time, it, it's been it's been Wally, you know. Right. It's, it's who most of us grew up with was reading Flash comics. I mean, I think, I guess the the the, the thing that you first understand about the Flash is Wally West is not a new character either. So exactly. the, the first introduction of Wally West is 1959 in the Flash, the first volume of the Flash in Flash one one ten, and he was Kid Flash. Well, he wasn't even Kid Flash first. He was. Well, Barry's girlfriend's yeah. nephew. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's one of the things I think is cool about Wally is that yeah. and I'm gonna talk honestly, like we're gonna do this podcast and we talked about Scott Lang in a very analytical sense. Wally West is like almost a fully foreign person in my fit in my head. Like I've watched I've, like you said, it's our flash. He's kinda so the way the way Wally's story starts is he's he's from a small town in Nebraska, but his his uh, big fancy aunt lives in the big central city. And he goes to visit and tells her boyfriend Barry, who he thinks is just some nerd, that he is the uh, the one member and uh, president of the Blue Valley, Nebraska Flash fan club. <laughs> and he doesn't know he's telling this to the Flash. And so when he asks, and he, and he tells Barry, he says, "You know, I'd love to meet him while we're here." He says, "Barry says, I think you know what? He helped me on a case to see if I can find him." He meets Barry in costume, and then he asks Barry how he got his powers. Of course, because it's comic books, he recreates the entire, the exact same uh, uh, set of chemicals that fell on him. And, of course, they fall on Wally. Oh, just by accident, you know. Hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's 1950s comics, okay? It's what we are. We got yeah. what we got. They actually, uh, uh, and uh, here's the thing. Uh, if you can't find that, I think they retell it in the volume two with Wally West from Wally West's point of view. Right. They retell it in issue 60, 62. And, again, remember, yeah. I, I put all this stuff up in the, in the, in the show notes, and when you guys get it, if you guys don't want to worry about writing down these uh, the issues, they will be in the show notes for you. So go ahead. No, there's just I mean, it's just from there on, it becomes kind of a career superhero. And I know people say that 
you know, Dick Grayson's kind of the, the, the measuring stick for growth of the DC universe because you watch him turn from a 12-year-old in short shorts and pixie, pixie boots into being eventually Batman. But for me, the measuring stick's always been Wally. He didn't suffer some tragedy. He wasn't um, a ward adopted by Barry Allen. He was just a kid who was a fan. Well, and he got the ultimate fan wish. Right. He got his hero's powers. So, so here's the funny thing that um, I'm glad you brought that up. You kind of jumping ahead to one of the the, the topics I want to want to bring up here. When I'm reading, when I was going back and reading these issues that you sent me, and again, we'll go through these before. One thing that stands out to me is how, when we have Batman, we, everybody always thinks the opposite of Batman is always Superman. But when you really think about it, it's kind of the Flash, right? Because just the way everything is set up, like they both have this code about not killing. They they both have uh, rogues, but they're different in their in their in their rogues, and we'll get into that. Like I, I loved how when we're reading through uh, some of these issues, how they really come out, and, and Barry's actually talking to he's either he's talking to he's actually talking to Dick. I mean, not Barry. He's talking to Batman. No, no. Well, he said it to Batman. He also said it to Dick. He's just like, yeah, our, our rogues are just not the same. <laughs> you know, it's oh, like yeah, yeah. you know, and and, and it, it really sets that up. The other thing too is the whole family. Again, Superman's pretty much a loner. And while, you know, we, 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 you know, Batman is a loner too, he does have a bat family. And, and that's a big part of um, Bruce's character. And one of the things, and it is so funny when you're playing Arkham Knight, it stands out so well, is how he's, he has this, the support system, but he never really kind of wants to use it. I'm, I'm not ready to talk about Ar- the events of Arkham Knight. Yet. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with the Flash. He has he has a support system that's basically it's it's family, and he has no problem really, for the most part, going to them whenever he needs. And it's like it's like a big thing. It's it's such a stark contrast. It reminds you, I mean, it, it's so obvious that when they did Arrow that they're really trying to stand up for Batman because you see that contrast on on screen when with between CW's Arrow and the Flash. It's like what happens. Barry uses his team and his his, his group of people all the time. It's so bright. Batman, on the other hand, I, um. Right. I, yeah, Oliver on the other hand, same thing as Batman, tries to keep it all together, try to do it all himself, and it causes conflict. But so it's like they're really the two sides, of, uh, two sides of the, of the same coin, and that to me is closer than comparing Batman and Superman. I mean, I think they're going with the man versus the god thing there, but it's really so much closer to to Barry and and and, and, and just the the Flash the Flash family and. Uh, in general, to Batman, there, so it's so obvious to see that. So, yeah, I really, I really like that contrast. And like you said, you get a lot of the connections there between um, Wally and, and Dick. I mean, they're they're close friends. We have a, we have some issues in here where you know they, he goes back and he's talking to to Dick, and they even they even team up at one point to, to yeah. take down Gorilla Grodd. I mean, it's 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 really cool to see that. Um, he takes over. As Flash after Crisis on Infinite Earth, right? Right, and that's something that's I think really kind of an important touchstone in DC. I know that you and I have mentioned these characters are a bit tougher to do because there's so many different versions of them. Um, so Barry Allen's introduction, as we covered in the uh, the Flash in the season review, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But uh, the introduction of the Flash was kind of the rebirth of the superhero age. People call it the the dawn of the Silver Age. Was his first appearance. Um, when Barry Allen died, sacrificing himself for the universe in Crisis on Infinite Earths, we started the new era of comics. But for that era forward, Barry Allen was kind of a patron saint. Mm-hmm. 
He was kind of the, 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 the martyr that defined the universe. And while that was all well and good in the abstract sense, what I liked is when Wally took over the book, you really had to deal with the fact that he's literally walking in his mentor's boots. Oh, the entire... So, we... So, the issues we read, I'll go through them right now. Um, you didn't give me this, but I did go back and read Terminal Velocity. So, that was uh, issues 95 to 100. So, we'll talk about that later. But we did um, 74, issue 74 through 79. And then we did... Uh, 150 to 159, and then we jumped to uh, Jeff Johns' run, 192 all the way to 225. Oh, no, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Johns' run starts in, give me one second, I want to say... Well, I'm just going over the ones you sent me. Oh, you're right, sorry. So, just, yeah, that. just the ones, yeah, he, he he started way before then, but those are yeah. just the issues that, that, that we read, but, like, through all those issues, like, the entire time, while he's still dealing with that that identity right. and being the flash but it's not like with um because you know when in, in grant morrison's uh batman and robin where dick is taken over as, as batman it's not the same like that where you feel like like you feel you feel like dick's almost nervous about the role because it's such a big shoe to fill and wally just doesn't want to let down his uncle right it, it, it's, it's so pure and real and like that's a real thing like if you right. have someone you look up to and like you have to like step up and replace them yeah like that's a thing yeah he his whole like there, there's even this part where at I, I believe it's the beginning of of that 64 79 run is where he, uh 74 79 run yeah uh, mark wait where he's like he's not as fast as he should be because he's basically holding himself back because he's afraid of like not living up and not right. and not 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 living up to what his his hero and his uncle his hero was. Jay Jay Garrick says the best. Jay Garrick is the first Flash historically got rolled into our universe with the crisis. Like I said, DC's confusing. <laughs> um, but he's talking to Jay Garrick who's been running for years, and he says, "I guess at this point, Wally's a little bit faster than Jay, but not as he said not as fast as he could be." Mm-hmm. And Jay says. I don't think you love this. And he says, what are you talking about? I love what I can do. I love my powers. I've had them since I was 11 years old. I started Teen Titans. He says, but I think you might love your uncle more. Mm-hmm. And the second you become faster than him, you set towards replacing him. Exactly. And it's like, he's afraid of, he's af- he's afraid of like people forgetting his uncle, which actually plays in something else later on. Yeah. In one of these runs that we read. He's afraid of people forgetting his uncle because he feels like his uncle again. His uncle sacrifice. His uncle is 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 basically DC Jesus. Yeah, he died so the universe could live. Yeah, he really that's did. Being, that's really what happened. Yeah, I mean, and and so you, it, it makes sense that he would be a little, you know, you if it's it's it. The reason why I feel so 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 good, and the reason why I feel like. Like these flash books hold up so well to me, right? Is because it really it, it, it it's family. Like the all of these all of these flash issues, they all come back to one thing: family, and it's something that you can relate to. I, and I think that's something that I feel like a lot of people had to have problems with when it comes to a character like Superman. Like he's such he's just such this godlike character that you can't really relate to him. And then his um, alter ego is Clark Kent, who nobody wants to be Clark Kent, you know? But when you look at 
somebody like Wally West, this is a good dude, you know, and he has powers, but he's a he's a good guy who really, if you take away his powers, just doesn't want people to forget his uncle and wants to, to, to hold, hold on to that, the, the family legacy and make sure that he does everyone proud and that nobody forgets, you know, what his uncle did for everybody. And so, yeah, I mean, how can you not relate to that kind of stuff? Yep, and, and I think that, you know, we talked about this kind of on the uh, flashback, but one of the coolest things about Wally, and he's, the idea behind the Teen Titans was whenever, you know, they grow up and they have to replace their heroes, they're ready to step up. Of the original five Teen Titans, the only one who did it for the very longest time was Wally. Mm-hmm. Even after Ollie died, Roy didn't become Red Arrow. Mm-hmm. He saved his own identity. Wally... And, and it's funny because there's other issues I don't think that are in this one, but I I like I randomly pull Flash books. He's my favorite. One of my favorite DC characters is that's what Flashes do. They run their race and they hand the baton to the next guy. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, that the family aspect, it's it's all I don't know. It's it's we're going to talk about the runs we read, but even before we get to those, like even in the Teen Titans, when he was a Titan, he was, his focus was you know, hey, I'm here with my friends, but also I can't let down Barry. Mm-hmm. When he was when when and when he takes the mantle initially after in the last issue of Crisis, he tells uh, Ralph Dibney and Jay Garrick, "I'm just doing this until he comes back." Mm-hmm. And he even like it, I know we didn't read the first issues of the run, which were on the one hand like reading back kind of uneven, but at the same time you feel like almost as a reader you're help you're with Wally trying to find your footing because mm-hmm. they, they they play him a lot of different ways they play him as like a playboy they play him as super unsure at one point he wins the lottery like it becomes lots of different things earlier on in the book but the entire time it's kind of and we'll address this in the first flash when we read but he's kind of running from that specter yeah yeah so uh, his group of affiliations yet obviously we mentioned teen titans new teen titans uh titans he had uh jla uh, I didn't read these. I didn't. I didn't even know about any of these. They're, how many Justice Leagues do they have? Yeah, Justice okay. League of Europe. He was, in, he was in JLA when they reformed. Or he was, was he in Detroit? No, he wasn't Detroit League. He was in JLA when Grant Morrison wrote the Big Seven. That whole era. Yeah. And then he leaves when his book ends and comes back for the uh, Ed Bennis, um Brad Meltzer League. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm saying. The, uh, I have that list. I have a list of some of the t- group of oh. Some of them were like. Just the Europe task, Justice League task for Justice League. Elite. I'm just like, oh, they did. That yeah, there's a lot of Justice League yeah. saturation in the early '90s. <laughs> yeah. But if if you're a Justice League fan listening to this, drop those books. Don't read those books. Grab JLA number one, written by Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. He wrote for like 45 issues, and it's it's Grant Morrison giving 45 issues on Justice League. That's what it is. It's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, and yeah, you you don't want to do that. Uh, Let's see here. Since since we we'll go through some of the key figures, obviously key figures in in, in Wally's life, Barry. I mean that's one of the biggest things. It, it, right, Barry Allen. And the great thing I love about this, this these runs that we read are that in some of these you have Barry just popping up in the time. Yeah, from, the from time, time travel. So normal. Oh yeah, the, the time. <laughs> it's it's weird at first, but then after a while you're just like this. Actually, at one point. And one and uh, actually near the beginning of Return of Barry Allen. No, it's not even that one. Well, we had that one. That's like the I think the beginning of the 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 Marwee runs we we read. But then there's yeah. um part of the the beginning of the the Jeff Johns run that you gave me is basically uh, Hunter going. Why don't you just go back in time? And you know it's just like that becomes yeah. a big. It, 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 it's such a. 
the what I love about the way they do time travel with the Flash is they kind of address the things that you don't you would ask. It's like, well, why don't you just go back in time and fix that shit? It's like it's not that simple, you know. And then they they kind of show you that yeah, it's not that simple. And then things get kind of weird. And you're like, yeah, see, told you, it's not that fucking simple, you know. But um, you watch them learn it through like arcs like Terminal Velocity and Chain Lightning. Exactly. Like you watch Mark Wade, who we'll talk about the Speed Force later and whatever it is or isn't, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is. He he was like, okay, you know what? We've been a lot of time traveling these books. It's very cool. There should be rules and there should be consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he made them very real to when it comes up later on in someone else's run. You're like, nah, well, I don't do that shit. <laughs> well, maybe I could just no, no, you know better. And at least it leads to some, it leads to some, some, some serious moments. Um, Zoberia, uh, another one, uh, Lender Park West, his uh, girlfriend, then eventual wife. Another huge part of. Uh, of Wally's life. Uh, you, then you have basically just, like I said, the the speedster family is such right. a big piece in this. You have uh, Jay Garrick, um, Bart Allen. You have, uh, what is Jesse's last name? I keep, I keep Jesse, it's Jesse Chambers, but Jesse Quicks her. Uh, yeah. You have yeah. Uh, Max Mercury. Like they all play huge parts in the runs that we read. Um, and and these have, are all speedsters. Yeah, all speedsters. And and for some reason, the book never feels crowded or overpowered because, mm-hmm. like, if you put five or six Supermen in a book, you'd be like, "Why are you reading this? What yeah. am I doing?" Well, you know, the great thing about how they do it is they're all speedsters, but they all have they're all they all have their own rules. Like, for instance, with with Jesse Quick, they have the whole speed formula thing. Right. So it it. it while they're all speedsters, they're all they all have one. They're di- they have different speeds and different power levels and different ways their powers work. So it it really doesn't feel crowded because there's an orders of things, and right. it makes sense. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. Jay's gonna try his hardest, but Jay's not gonna be able to keep up with everybody. You know, it's- <laughs> Jay's just not that quick anymore. Right, Jay. <laughs> Jay- and Bart is is impulsive. Yo, oh, Jay's so impulsive. <laughs> like I. Like going back and knowing and seeing him grow is fine, but I can imagine going back and reading those. Why I, I remember everybody was kind of like kind of. Everybody hated Bart. He hated Bart because he was impulse. It was just like it. It was so ridiculous about what he was doing. But then after you see him grow a little bit, you're like, oh, okay, you know what? I can kind of, I can deal with him. And, and the thing is, Wally even says it in like the narration. He's like, I never thought he'd be a real part of the Flash legacy. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's just it, it's so interesting that yeah, Jay. Jay really comes off as like the, um, he, he's like, he's like the old man at the basketball court. <laughs> the old man running at Mach 8. Yeah. <laughs> the old man running at Mach 8, but everybody else is at Mach 12. Yeah, right. So, exactly. So he's still too, he's still, he's still got game, but he's still too slow. But every now and then he kind of, he kind of surprises you. He surprises people. Yeah. He surprises people a little bit, but yeah, man. And it's, just, like I said, it's the feel of the book when you have these characters in there, like you said, it never feels crowded. But they also, the support system is so there. Right. And I think that, and, and Wally's accepting of it most times. I mean, he still goes in his bullheaded moments where he wants to do everything by himself. And he has it there. But it's not, it's not to the level of Batman where Batman does it. And he, he has everything already figured out. And he's just kind of, he's using people, even the people that are close to him. Batman's turned into an art form. Yeah. And with... With Wally, if he's shutting people out, is sometimes because 
you know, time travel has fucked his head up, and he, <laughs> you know, he has got him, it's got him thinking about some things that he thinks are going to happen, and so he thinks he has to do certain things a certain way, but it, it he eventually accepts that help, and 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 embraces it, and again, it's just it's it's one of those things you re, you're reading these books and you just see the entire family running, and it's just it's an incredible it's an incredible feeling to run to read, and when you look back at how old some of these these books are. They hold up pretty well, right? Because the central theme is still with it's like you said, it's family. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll get into the rogues later because I think they they play a big part in there. So uh, let's go into some of these runs I read. Like I said, I went back and read. Well, let's start with. We'll, we'll, we won't do terminal. We'll do that in the middle. We'll we'll do um, seventy four through seventy nine, which is basically the return of Barry Allen. Which, okay, so if you were reading at the time, um. I want to just paint the picture for everyone. Paulie's been the Flash for about two, no, I want to say four years comic time. Um, I mean, not comic time, real uh, four years of issues. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of settled into the role. He's gotten past the the, the, the Lotharios phase. He's gotten past the get rich quick. He's just kind of resettled back into family and find out who he is as the Flash. And then one Christmas uh, Christmas morning, Barry Allen shows up on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. And then we get that story. Yeah. And, and it's actually the back way. It's, it's it's the reverse origin of one of the Flash's greatest villains. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, <laughs> which turned out to, to be, you know. Yeah, we're going to spoil a really. book that's literally 20 years old. So yeah, I mean, sorry. no, no. I mean, you're going to get spoiler than here. But you, it's fun. It's fun to go back and read. Yeah, you end up finding out that Barry Allen is not Barry Allen, but is actually the Flash's greatest villain. I was and it's funny could... because when you get before you get to the reveal, there's like little hints, mm-hmm. but there's even funnier. Like I'm in, I opened 75 just now, just so we can talk about it. But there's at one point he's talking to Linda about how many new Flash, how we're all running around with the name Flash, mm-hmm. and she says, "Well, let's think of other names." And she says, "She's just suggesting Cheetah." He says, "Taken, mm-hmm. Pegasus, a winged horse, nice." Mm-hmm. She goes, "This is tough. What about Quicksilver?" He said, "Very taken." That was one of my favorite moments of the whole thing. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Barry Allen's back. Everyone's elated, but we're always seeing these sides of Barry that aren't Barry like. They aren't. They are. They they aren't his uncle. It's just it's you know when someone's just off, and they won't tell you something's wrong. Like, hey man, what's going on? That's what he's doing. Except it's a bit more pronounced and a bit more dangerous when the guy can move, like you said, at Mach twelve. Mm-hmm. So he confers with the rest of the Flash family, kind of figured out what's going on, and it's revealed that. This is the actual chronological first appearance of the Reverse Flash. Yes. <laughs> Which, the first time I read it, I was like, wait. Because I was a kid. I was like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. I've read Reverse Flash stories from... They're, they're in back issues. Mm-hmm. But the way they... The way... Who is it? Was this Wade? Yeah. The, I'm, I'm, I'm backing on Mark Wade. God. Um, <laughs> the way they frame it is that this is the very first time... So, the, so people don't know the comic origin of the Reverse Flash... Basically, he's a huge fan of the Flash from the 28th century, or I don't know, 20th, I think. And he, uh, so much so that he tries to replicate the Flash's powers. Um, he does so, actually replicates the way he looks and wanted to go back and meet his hero. He didn't go back in time far enough, wound up with his brain all scrambled for time travel and thinking he was Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. So we get like four or five issues of Barry Allen, Wally West being back together and Wally being awkward about it. And then the mask fades fades when uh the reverse flash goes to the museum and sees statues with his name on them. 
Mm-hmm. And that's and it's touched upon later in Jeff Johns' run, which is, by the way, a hundred issues later. I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> he references the story hundred issues later, but it's it now becomes the Flash family versus the Reverse Flash, and Wally has to overcome his own internal blocks to to beat him. Yeah, because he's been holding himself back. Right. And what and it's basically what it is is at one I believe it's in this run where he's basically telling him he's like listen um I think uh, Thawne is like you know it's my destiny to become the Flash because you can't you can't do it and you're not quick as me and Wally basically lets go of his internal blocks that are holding him back from being as fast as he can be and is on some well, I can't let you do it right you know and I can't let you take over the mantle of the Flash so I'm gonna finally accept the role that I've been given, which is you said four years later. You know? He's yeah. finally accepting the fact that, hey, listen, I am the flesh. I you know, I'm you know, I my job is to to carry on the torch and not dwell on the fact that, you know and not worry about the fact that I'm I can't be as good as my uncle or people are gonna forget my uncle or anything like that. So no it's, And Wade and Wade did a great job of communicating the entire like it's one thing to hear the story written out loud, but like in the story like the who he thinks is his uncle leads him to die. Mm-hmm. Like he's, and then he finds evidence that points to being thrown. And the last issue of the the arc is called the Once and Future Flash, and it's literally like a, a, it's, a it's an oversized issue, which is a character study on why Barry Allen matters and why Wally West has to has to step up. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's a like I said, it's it's a it's a it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a pretty good good read. To, 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 to find all this stuff and read this stuff and you see um, everything and, and it kind of, like you said, it's, it really is, it's, it's a brilliant thing when you, when you say it, it's the reverse origin of the reverse flash. Right. Like this is, this explains how it all happened and how all those other things go. Like it, it's, it's, it's funny to see that because then, like I said, time traveling in the, um, the flash books is, is done more. I don't. It's not even. It's done smartly, and it and it makes sense because there's later on in one of these runs. I can't remember which one it is. It might. Is it John's run where you have Barry Allen showing up to uh, to talk to Wally? It's like, yeah, I'll be back three more times. I'll be back three yeah, times on the three it. hardest moments of your of your life. And you're just like, and one time he shows up, he's like, fuck. Like when he gets me number two, I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Counting. Shit, this is two. I was like, fuck you, man. That was fucking hard. But it's just like it, it happens. It reminds me of, like Terminator, where, where they they go out and they do all the time traveling. Except for this, all makes sense. Like it all ties together. Right. Like I said they even did the little little half page of whenever Thawne went back, he wouldn't remember this, which explains away him not knowing Wally and all the previous stories. Right. They were like he won't remember this, but he'll just remember the Flash, and that kind of sets off the whole the whole thing. Because I think at this point. You got to remember when you read this point in and 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 Wally West is talking to Thon. As far as Wally's concerned, is Thon's dead because Barry Allen killed him. <laughs> you know, not just dead. Thon terrorized them his whole life. Like Thon yeah. is basically Flash's Joker. Yeah. Like we'll talk about the the bad guys, which I've gotten arguments about where this ranks on the pantheon of bad guys. I think Flash is top three easy. Oh, but yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But like for like, there's a there's a scene later on that we'll talk about. But he says, uh, "Airbathon, the Reverse Flash, um, as bloodthirsty as God, a complete psychopath, and faster than any of us." Mm-hmm. Yep. 
It's, it's terrifying. That's a well, if Barry Allen was a psychopath. Well, you, and you got to remember, like again, you know, if you go back to this is back with, with Barry Allen. Barry Allen went on trial for killing. Thawne. Yeah, he because, he killed Thawne because he threatened the people he loved. And I know that we talk about DC superheroes, and they're very, very black and white, no killing. This was in like 1984. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was he a big was, deal. Hmm? It was a big deal. It was a huge deal. But at the same time, and it's, it's kind of explained away, not explained away, but referencing Johns' run, and I'm going to keep going back to that because if you guys don't know, Jeff Johns is a huge part of DC's architecture, but he's also a massive fan of the Silver Age. Mm-hmm. That's how we got Hal Jordan and Barry Allen back within the span of like five years. Yeah. Um, but he's, he says, he says Barry was a hero, but he was also a cop. Hey, hold on real quick. We lost we lost audio. Let me see if I can You're good. Back. There we go. All right, now go. Yeah, so Barry was a cop, made a cop decision, and for Wally, while that was a hard time and he had to testify against his uncle, eventually, that was a nightmare put to bed. Mm-hmm. That was something he put behind him that he, and at the same time, he had to face in this little run, in this, I think it's five issues. Mm-hmm. So say what you about decompression. This guy, Mark Wadrex, packed. So in this run, he's had to not only face replacing his uncle, but face down possibly the greatest fear as a kid. Yep. Yep. And then, yeah, and it's 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 hard. Like I said, so we get that. So then, I believe that's when I went back, and I because one thing interesting thing I was doing when I was going through all you know reading, rereading this stuff. Like I said, it's it was coming back to my memory, and I remembered I remember reading Terminal Velocity as a kid because Terminal Velocity was back when um, we technically get our first mention of the Speed Force. Now, technically, you can go back and say that. The Speed Force has been shown before this. They just wasn't called that. Maybe nobody knew what it was. But Terminal Velocity, which I think was it 95 through 100? Yeah. Yeah, it's just 95 through 100. That's basically where we get the first mention of the Speed Force in here. And um, Wally becomes basically the first person to go so fast. He taps into the Speed Force and then comes back from it. Right. And uh, that's when we start getting – you get some new, new – uh, New, some new powers <laughs> for the Flash <laughs> that come out of, out of uh, that, that come through this, but I, the most important thing I think that come out of Terminal Lust is just trying to them trying to define this speed force that kind of ties together all speedsters. Uh, yeah, I think I would say you can say all speedsters who whose major power is speed. Like a character like Superman doesn't tap into the speed force, but you have a bunch of other characters that do and. It's not just the Flash characters. Like, if you're a speedster, you can you can tap into the the speed force. The and, Wally's the first person to really mainline it, right? I think he's he, is he the only one now at this point. Yeah, at this yeah. point, he's the only one. He's the only one to really mainline, and it's you know, it's giving him some new power. So one of the, some of the interesting things are uh, the ability to to take speed away from things, which mm-hmm. you see in some some kind of cases. There's one uh, where you had. Uh, the Walter Walter, uh, Walter West, where he was a, uh, it was funny when Jay was chasing after him. He was like, he's not even stopping this guy from shooting his bullets, and he realized that he had taken the, the speed out of the bullets. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool, but yeah, but the speed force plays such a, such a huge role because while it's, it's one of the things they don't really they don't really give you a set definition for it, but it's kind of used to kind of explain a, a lot of the things that happen with these speedsters as as they're. As what they the, the force they tap into, it's, it's kind of like their. It's, it really is like their force, right? The, the Jedi and, and and it's kind of like the Jedi and the Sith. So you can, you can be a bad guy that taps into 
the Speed Force. It, it's it's really kind of like that. So, but it explains away things like why don't they burst into flame when they when yeah. they moving that fast and like it's a little com. It's it was Mark Wade's way to put an answer to all the comic booky things we just kind of accepted. Mm-hmm. And I really I think it's kind of an elegant plot device because he he defined it some but didn't leave it like with a closed door for the next writer. Right. Well, and well the. The reason why it works is because there are it, it allows you to kind of explain a way, uh, explain a lot of different things. Like, first of all, why are certain speedsters faster than the others? Right. You know, the control and tapping into the speed force, you know, the, that kind of stuff. It kind of allows you to kind of deal with, like you said, how how they can um, how they don't burst into flames. You know, it's it's those kind of things that help you define that. And, you know, you would think that Barry Allen was the first one to come up with this, this idea uh, the, to tap into the Speed Force. And technically he is, but it wasn't under Barry, Barry Allen. It was under Wally West that we actually got it defined. So, again, I think that, that was another good thing for having uh, 90, reading 90, 90, that was 95 to 100. Right. Then you also gave me the Mark Wade runs of 150 through 159, which is basically Wally West. You get Walter West. Yeah, and so a big thing in the 90s was let's take away a hero to show how important they are. Mm-hmm. It was the Death Return Superman, it was Nightfall, and this was the Flash's way of doing it in nine issues. So basically before this, the Flash, Wally is fighting um, Abracadabra. Is that Abracadabra? I believe it is, yeah. All right, he's fighting Abracadabra. He gets shunted, sideways, he gets shunted through the time stream. Because like we said, we're going to teach you that time travel is probably not the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is one of the ways just ongoing things is don't time travel, it ends poorly. Oh, um, poorly. And in his place, shows up a new Flash. A, a darker Flash, a meaner Flash. And for a good long while, like this is something I commend DC on, the continuity in their books. Because in the JLA, there's like three issues where it's not Wally, it's this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in, the, in his first appearance in JLA, he takes his mask off for Superman and says, and Superman turns to the league and says, I trust him, he's good. And that was it. And they keep the mystery going in the flashbook for a while because when he takes the mask off, eventually people are like, wait, you kind of look like, you look like Wally, but older. Mm-hmm. And they get great in-story reasoning for it. But you see why Walter became Walter. Yeah. You see the things that happened to him that made him that way. And you see kind of why our Wally is so special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it, it kind of all ties back to family. Oh, exactly. Oh, definitely family. And even ties back to the themes of The Flash, because The Flash was the first book to introduce multiple Earths when he met Jay Garrick. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the first books to really, because at the end of Crisis, they were like, no more multiverse, there's one universe. But this was the first one to introduce the idea of hypertime, which is their sideways way of saying multiverse, not saying multiverse in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's how you get Kingdom Come and like Gotham by Gaslight and books like that. Yeah. The, the one funny thing I like about this run, that run is um, when you get to the end and they have Walter, Walter going back through the time and he yeah. ends up in a time that I guess doesn't have superheroes, but it's kind of like, it's like our time, like our, our, our universe where it's like there are no superheroes you just read them in, in books and he's, he's, he picks up a comic, a flash comic book and he's reading the, um, the last words of that. I can't remember the name of the woman he was, he was in love with. And it's like, but you, yeah, but you get the you get yeah. the actual panel. Yeah, you and you get so you're reading a comic book of Walter reading a comic book with the last panel that's basically addressed to him, and it's like 
that was kind of slick. I like how you guys. <laughs> it's cheesy. It's cheesy. It's a little cheesy. It's I'm not cheesy. Gonna buy it, but, it's, but I, I was like, like uh, you got me. All right, that was that was not bad. I, I actually enjoyed that. And um, but that's what I'm saying. Like again, these are written. These are this is what. That's uh, two thousand. Was two thousand? Yeah. So I mean, these are these are for a while. These are a long time ago, but still pretty good reads. Oh and, yeah, um, really good reads. Like the Return of Barry Allen came out in nineteen ninety three, and I reread it. I was like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. I mean, again, I've gone back and read some Batman runs, and they they haven't stayed up this well. I think we just right. completely lost everything in the chat room, but I'm not going to worry about that. Um, but they they're they're pretty good, and I've really enjoyed. Um, I, I really and I really go back and I really enjoy reading this. Went back, like I said, I ran back and read some of the Batman runs, and they don't hold up like this, you know. No, no, they don't. And part of it is because the Flash, and this is going to sound awfully punny, but they're known for long runs. Like the like Mark Wade's on that book. We just read two arcs that are literally six years apart, mm-hmm. and it's Mark Wade. So we've talked about in some of our other. Um, comic book clubs is that that singular vision of a writer it matters mm-hmm. and carrying it through matters yeah and then making sure that when the um, and making sure when a new writer comes in you don't have to go back and, and trash everything that's going on right in the previous runs I mean like what got me about reading these was and I know eventually all the, combo, uh, the, the character corners we do won't be like this I know some of them will be a complete mess but what strikes me about about reading these flash issues is, is like what happened when we read the Scott Lang stuff, where it's like, hey, all this stuff ties together. Like this, right. is, I, I can I can kind of put this all out on a timeline and not get too lost as to what's going on here. Like we don't we we skipped some. Like I said, we, I I reread the the Return of Barry Allen. Then I skipped to uh, reading Terminal Velocity. Then I skipped to reading uh, this last this, this Dark last Flash Saga. Yeah, the Dark Flash Saga. Is that what it was called? I, I think so. Oh, man. Well, that makes sense. Cause it really kind of is. But reading that, and it's um, like you're missing some things in between, but it never feels like you're like, what the fuck happened there? You're just like, oh, okay. I'll pick it up later. I'm fine. And um, then we go into the, the Jeff Johns run. I think we should... Okay, this is when... So I had gotten off the Flash. I had stopped reading a lot of Flash. I kind of just... I was a Marvel kid still. Mm-hmm. This Flash run dragged me back. Because <laughs> I like Jeff Johns. I think he's a good writer. A lot of people were up and down with him, but he's, he's, he hits for me. And the care he took with the character... Like, we'll talk... Let's, let's do this now. Let's do this now. The rogues. Yeah. So one of the defining things about... So one of the things, arguments that people have is who is the best rogues gallery in comics? Is it Spider-Man... With all his, you know, the tech-infused villains, or is it Batman with the kind of crazy people? Mm-hmm. I would argue that you've got to throw the Flash in the argument. After going back and reading these, I would agree. I, I think his rogue gallery doesn't get enough credit, and I think it's because they have crazy-ass names. And well, it's also crazy. because they've been poor, like they have really been poorly written in the past. Yeah, but this run, you're like, <laughs> there are very serious problems. Well. They might be the most dangerous rogue gallery anybody has. And like I said, we were talking about this before we started. Um, well, actually, I think it was on the show. We were recording it. Batman has a... He says to him, he's like, um, yeah, your rogues are crazy, 
but they're not organized. Right. Like, Barry's rogues are organized. Right. <laughs> you know, and when you think about it, like, Batman's rogues are still dealing with just a man. Even Spider-Man's rogue, I mean, Spider-Man has, has superpowers, but he's still just a, for the most part, he's still just a man. Um, The Flash is the flash, fastest man alive. So if you're going to be a rogue <laughs> in his town, you got to come correct. So and they, they almost, choose to stay in his town. Yeah, and so they're what, not scared. So what happens the is man. they don't they don't attack him alone. Like it's the, the rogues have a code. Like we get to uh, this is later on in the run you sent me. We we d- did issues on one ninety two through two twenty five, but two twenty to two twenty five is rogue wars. <laughs> and holy shit, they they have a code. They have a very real code. They have a serious fucking code and you're like yeah Barry I mean yeah well these guys are fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> like they I oh my goodness I mean it's 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 incredible and you're like I see why he has trouble because Batman comes Batman comes in it's like hey listen man when your rose calls a problem and killed somebody that's important to us uh you gotta deal with it I'm gonna it's like yo it's not that simple man like you, you can't, you can't. That's my favorite wild line ever. Yeah. Because because Batman grabs him at his, his day job. Yeah. And Wally goes, "I want you to know, you touched me because I let you touch me." <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, tell him, Wally." Oh, let me see if I had that. Yeah, I actually have that one here. Oh. Um. So he's like, "If you can't take care of your own rogues, if you can't rein them in, then I'll do it for you." This is Batman talking to Wally. <laughs> Wally changed so. So this is Wally, like, dressed as a grease monkey at this point. He has a new job at this point. And he's, he's dressed there. So the next panel the next, the next next panel over is him now in his Flash costume. He's like, are you finished? I want you to know you touched me because I let you touch me. And do you think the rogues, the rogues here are simple? Do you think that just because they aren't mentally screwed up in the, uh, uh, to the hilt that I have an easy time? You guys are different, Bruce. They work on a completely cerebral level. They leave clues they like to kill. My guys, they're organized. They may have goofy names and wear bright colors, but it doesn't mean they're idiots. Uh, and then he, um, Bruce says, he lost his father, Wally, to Captain Boomerang. He's talking about Tim Drake. He's like, in your head, it should have been the Joker or Two-Face that killed Jack Drake. Is that it? Would it make it more acceptable? I'm trying my best here. I really am. And it's true. It's like you look at these guys and you're like, they're fucking like you look at Captain Boomerang. You're like you're fucking goofy looking, right? You know you look at Captain Cold. And you're like the dog. He's got a bad guy named Abracadabra. Right. <laughs> oh, well, no. The one thing that killed me is you have the guy named the Top. You're like yo, fuck out of here. But then in this run, you're like holy shit, this guy is serious. Jeff Johns made the Top a beast. Oh god, the Top. I'm like <laughs> like when the Top shows up, you're like fuck Barry. How are you gonna take? How are you gonna take that guy out, man? You can't. You can't. You're not fast enough. You know it's just. It's it's an it's an incredible it's incredible when you see this and you're like and and again what happens is they they don't go alone. Um no. the beginning of this run go to go back is you get issues one ninety two and you basically get Grod. You know, it starts with Grod being broken out and then all the other rogues. So you're like, fuck man, this is this this run we read started off already tough. Right, and you get the introduction. Well, it's not the introduction because he he was introduced in a previous issue. I, I got to find out where. But you get Hunter's Olin, 
and and he it's it's another it wasn't it wasn't in the flash run it was something else it was um he was introduced i can't remember which one it was it was also i looked him up but uh He's a he's a he's he was a former FBI agent FBI profiler. He's come to the city to help the cops out there, and he's in uh, Iron Heights to I can't remember who he's there to see. He's there to profile Fallout, someone. the guy who's powering the place. The yeah. radioactive guy's powering the place. They're like, I think that's it. Let me see. Yes, no, uh, Peekaboo. Yes, that's it. So he's there, and there's a. There's a prison break. I also love the fact that they, they, they do something that you don't see a lot in, in Batman books. They kind of bring up the fact that it's like, yo, Iron Heights can't hold these guys. They're always breaking out. <laughs> you know? Um, you know what else they did that you don't see in a lot of books? There's a two-page splash page of gorillas parachuting into a, into a prison. Yeah. Yeah. This is, every time I'm like, you know, this is a really great read, I'm like, God damn, that is insane. I was That's like, a crazy oh. page. So you, so you see that and you're like, huh, I wonder who they're here to break out. <laughs> But yeah, you had you had gorillas parachuting in, <laughs> in, in, into the prison. But they also bring up the fact that the prison's always it can't hold these people, right? And that they're always breaking out, and that maybe they should figure something else out. I think they even at one point bring up, "Yo, we should kill them. We should have a death penalty for rogues." They bring it up. I mean, it's these are things that sometimes, like you, you always talk about. It's like with Arkham Asylum. It's like, yo, you're putting them in Arkham Asylum, but they're just gonna break up again later. What right. are you gonna do about that? Here, they're they're actually like, yeah, they we need to do something about this, and it's, I mean, it's a it's a bigger issue. One other thing I think that's important because it comes in later in this run. Up to this point, everybody knows who Wally West is, right? And I oh, think yeah, okay. that's that's another important. So, so I I think, and I, I don't. We get to the identity crisis stuff. At the end of this one, as a matter of fact, it's at is that is that two hundred? We actually get that. Right. So up until two hundred, everybody has known that Barry Allen is a Flash. Like you're not just superheroes, but everyday people as well. Like on the statues outside of the Flash Museum, it says Barry Allen. Like he gave, he sacrificed to this. Everybody also knows that Wally West is a Flash. So they know that Linda Park West, his wife, is the wife of the Flash. Like everybody, this is a huge deal. Everybody knows this. The identity is out. I know there. people are thinking, why wouldn't the Rogues attack his wife? The answer is because he's the fastest man alive. Right. They've got, like, we're talking about their code. It's not just, like, they've got rules they follow, like, internally. They've got, like, they don't kill anyone who's not trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. No women and children. Mm-hmm. No drugs or coal to put you through a wall. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, and yeah. the other one was, we don't go after families. Yeah. There was a, there was a, let me see. Do we, do we, I had that panel? Because I remember when this came up uh, earlier this year, we were, uh, when a elongated man's, Wife right. is killed. I mean, there's this whole big deal where um, the 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 loved ones of, of uh, superheroes are, are starting to be targeted. And at one point, um, Ro, uh, Captain Cold is talking to somebody. He's talking to the new trickster. He goes, "Send flowers to Mister uh, Digme." He's like, "What do you What do you mean? Like lace with poison gas or something? I can whip that up." He's like, "No, trickster, just flowers and a card." What about the job? We're we're, we're not done here. I lost my appetite. It's like, yeah, he's like, we don't. That's that's bad for business. We don't. We they don't. Said, they said, stuff. why aren't you? Why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you happy about Disney? He said, because he never went on his way to make enemies. Yeah, he's he like, wanted he's, to do his job. We did our job. 
Yeah, just his wife shouldn't have died. Yeah, it just it was it was a, it was a it's a it's a bad thing. It's bad for business. I didn't want any of that. Okay, so and, and that's again this comes into an important thing because it plays another important piece in the next next part of John's run. But yeah, so up until this point, everybody knows who Wally West is. Family, he know who he is. He know who his family is. And again, plays an important part because again, family is important to him. Right, and so, in the story, that's the family's reason it happened. Because right. he said, I didn't want to rob the world of my memories, the memories of Barry. Mm-hmm. So, and it comes into play like we talked earlier in the book when he's trying to find his footing in the books in the books we didn't cover here. But it's him, people saying, oh, you're not that great. Like at one point, Hal Jordan's like, I'll take care of Central. You go work somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He basically kicks him out of the Flash of City. Yeah. So so in this run, we get, we get uh, Hunter Solomon, who knows that, you know, obviously everybody knows that who Wally is. And during this attack to, to break out Grodd, uh, Grodd pretty much uh, snaps uh, Hunter in half. <laughs> and, like for real. Like for real. And like he can know. So he had already. He, and you get his you get his 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 his, his origin where he used to be. Um, he used to profile rogues himself. He made a wrong call. call and I believe he got his was his, his wife or was his, his wife? His Ash, wife's husband. His or his wife's uh, father. Yeah, his, he got his wife's father, who he worked with, killed. He said, hey, this rogue's not going to have a gun. He had a gun. So right. he got shot in the kneecap, ended his career, but then also his wife left him because her father died, and so he has all this guilt. So he goes to Central City, and he's, you know, here profiling, but he's already feeling bad because, again, he's already down on his luck. So now he's in a wheelchair. Right. So he's a good man, but... Wally's talking to him, and he's basically, hey, listen, I forget what we're going to do. You can go back in time, and you can fix this. Like, you're my friend. You can do this for me. And Wally's like, nah, man, I, I I can't do that. It's You don't know what you're asking me. Yeah, you don't know what you're asking me. I can't do that. So, it's you know, it's, it's kind of a big deal. Because, again, this is, this is what your friend. And, again, this is why it's kind of hard to have these kind of powers. And, and it's... Having his identity out there makes it hard. Like if you if you weren't the if if you were the Flash, but nobody knew, your friends are going to come up there and basically hit you up and go, "Hey man, can you uh, just go back in time?" And I broke up with my girlfriend because I, I missed her her birthday. Can you can you kind of can you help me out here? You know. Yeah, but, but for Hunter, it becomes even bigger because he says, "I can track everything that went wrong mm-hmm. to one day." Right, and it's like he doesn't want to just go back to 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 when he got his his his, his spine snapped. He wants to go all the way back to when. He got he he went into that door, so that's not just changing, you know, a couple days. That's changing years right. because you know now his wife's uh, uh, wife's father's going to be alive. He probably doesn't. He probably keeps his job at the FBI. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't lose his wife. I mean, it's a huge deal, and Wally has to tell him no. So what does he do? He goes to the Flash Museum, and he decides in his brilliance. I got this. <laughs> right. I can, if you're not going to help me, I'm going to help myself. I'm going I'm to get on, the, I'm gonna get on the, the, the cosmic treadmill on my wheelchair, and I'm going to work it out myself. And it does not go well. So throughout Johns' run, which goes before the issues I gave you, I want to say it took over in like, in like 160 maybe. But throughout his run, and we see it later on, there's these single issues called road profiles. And it's kind of the method with which John's kind of built the rogues back up. 
he told a great like four issue whether it was a story, but it's 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 it was kind of breaking down the history of the rogues. The one they do so the next issue after the Treadmill blows up is Solomon in the hospital, thinking about his life, mm-hmm. and it turns into a rogue profile, because like you said, he's on the cosmic treadmill, but when he wakes up, he says things taste funny. There's a loud buzzing, and he notices a fly isn't moving. Whatever he's done to himself, he's given himself some sort of powers over time, which manifests his speed. And he scratches out part of his name, which, by the way, this was seeded two years earlier. Like, Hunter's Almond first shows up in Jeff Johns's when he wrote, I think it was Flash Secret uh, Files and Origins in 2000. Yeah, it was like Secret Origin number three or something like that. Yeah, like 2001. Yeah. And for two years, he just slow plays with Hunter's Almond. In 197, we get Zoom. Mm-hmm. And we get, like you said, one of the hardest days of Wally West's life. Right. And what makes Zoom different than Thawne is that Zoom does not tap into the Speed Force. Because he's technically running in time. And this is this is one of the interesting things they did with him is nobody can kind of understand what he's saying. Because right. he's... He's moving in and out of time, so his speech is kind of messed up. But it also makes him. It makes him. If you, he's he's messing with time, so it's not just speed. It's time, so it makes it harder. It technically kind of makes him faster, faster. Yeah. than Barry. I mean, than than Wally. And what you have here is you now have Wally with his own reverse flash. And I love the last page of the Zoom Pro of one ninety seven. When, because Hunter's talking about, because in the end, like his manifesto choice, he blames Wally for his explosion, for the mm-hmm. explosion. He says, if you had just gone back to one day, you could have fixed it. He said, I've been given a gift, a gift I can pass on to the Flash. In order for him to become stronger, he must face the ultimate tragedy. He must face his ultimate opposite. A man who lost his pride, confidence, and identity due to tragedy. A man who will run with him down the hellish road. Destiny brought us here, Flash, from friend to foe. There's only one type of man who can make you a better hero. One type of man who can reverse your twisted thinking. Mm-hmm. One man. Who fits the profile? I fit the profile. And then it's the first shot of Zoom. Mm-hmm. And you get... And, and for me, that the two years is great, but that was one page I was like, oh, he's just a turn... Because he thinks he's making Wally a better hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, again, because of this, I believe is it... So 199, no, it's 198. Again, Wally has 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 his wife Linda. They're act they actually during this 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 run, you find out that Linda's pregnant. She's not just right. pregnant with one child; she's pregnant with twins. Which, by the way, if you've read Kingdom Come, there's twin Flash kids there. So this is Jeff Jones is doing a lot of nods to DC history here. Mm-hmm. So. He had so she's she's pregnant with twins. Remember, everybody knows who Linda is. So at one point, she gets she's in the middle of this fight between Hunter and and Barry. And I think Hunter, I think Hunter actually snatched her. And Hunter, he grabs her at the end of one ninety eight. Yeah. So with the with the snap with the, with the snap of a finger, he kind of you know he sends her flying. And while it doesn't kill her, she ends up having a miscarriage. Right. So now Barry is now he's taken, you know, Wally's kids. He's taken Wally's kids from him. And Wally's not fast enough. And 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 Wally's not fast enough. 
So, then to add insult to injury, to add insult to injury, because I believe it's still this, right? Yeah. Is this the one where he... I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I don't forget everything. This is also the one where he brings in Thawne as well, right? No, no, that's Rogue War. That's Rogue War. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, because that, that goes all the way back. So, yeah. So, they... Do they finally... They finally... Yeah. He finally does stop... Zolomon. Zolomon. But, again, he's lost his kids now. So, and, and, and that... Go ahead. And that was Zolomon's entire point. He said, I want you to face real tragedy. Mm-hmm. In the last panel of... So, the way he beats Zolomon is when he's... When Zolomon's been running, he's been opening time windows. He pushes Zolomon into a time window to close it off. But then another one opens and he sees himself saying in the past, we're going to we're, we're, we're gonna have twins. Mm-hmm. And the last panels, both of them on their knees, faces caught in just despair, mm-hmm. reverse images of each other. Yeah. Like he, um, Wally sees that we're going to have the twins, but Hunter actually sees the, he doesn't have a gun. He won't have a gun. He won't have a gun. And so he's re, so he basically, has to, he's reliving, you know, the worst moment. Like he, it, it, it's, it's poetic justice in that, he wanted Wally to 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 see the to to experience the worst moment of his life, but then he's defeated from having to be stuck in stasis, reliving and, and seeing second time seeing the one moment the worst moment of his life over and over and over again. So and then, and then the last page is two hundred. We get the moment. Yeah. Uh, Wally is standing in front of Barry's statue, saying, "You know what? I used everything right, and I thought I was doing right by you, but I can't do it." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking off the mask now. Everyone I, I love is they're after him, so I'm, I'm quitting. And then uh, a noise happens behind him, and Barry Allen on the Cosmic Treadmill shows up and <laughs> references that this is one of the three hardest days of your life. By the way, can I just say I love, I love, the, I love the Cosmic tre- Treadmill. Like it's, <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's so goofy. It's, it's so goofy, but it, <laughs> it's got so many great moments because you just see him, and all of a sudden Barry shows up on you. are just like. He's like, oh yeah, hey, what's up, man? I'm just here doing. I'm just stopping by, you know. I'm about. I'm about to go back to the past and save the universe. Yeah, I'm about. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, that's right. Because when Barry shows up to see Wally, Barry's showing up at different points in these conversations. So this point, it is right before he go. He's going off to save the, to die for the universe. Later on in this run, when you see him, he's like, he even mentions, he's like, oh, oh, that was, oh, that's probably. That's, that's, this is before that happened, you know. It's just, yeah. it's, don't, don't tell me all that stuff. Yeah, I noticed you. I noticed you changed the belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's it's funny seeing, Barry, but we get that, and you also have how how Jordan is is Specter, <clears throat> and they decide they're going to give. They're not going to go in. They, they're not going to go back in, in in time and change things, but they're going to give Wally a gift, and the gift is. To take away, so to take away the memory of his identity. So nobody, himself, Linda, nobody will remember that Wally West is the Flash. And and this was almost a different way to do the, you know, take away here to show how important he is. Mm-hmm. But I thought really, just I guess in hindsight, that John's did it really kind of masterfully. Like he's like, and the, that the, the the last pages of three or two hundred are the cops running off to stop some criminal, and then Linda saying. Wonder what happened to the Flash? He says, "I have no idea." Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody remembers who the they remember the event. So the event still happened. It, it took me a while to realize that the events that ha- still happened. So Linda still lost the kids because of, of Zoom, but the problem is, and and but Wally doesn't know that he is the Flash, and 
It's funny. The person who figures it out first. Fucking Batman. <laughs> fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He shows up like an just starts leaving stuff around like yeah. a flash ring. Yeah, he, he give he, he drops the flash ring off for for Wally, and he shows, and then one day he just shows. He's like, "Listen, man, the fuck's he basically this is like ridiculous, this is ridiculous." The fuck, because because Wally starts realizing he's the Flash, and he doesn't remember everything, but he kind of he's going around and he's helping people. And at one point, Batman just shows. He's like, "All right, man, what's going on here? Like nobody else remembers who the Flash is, but I'm trying to remember that you're the Flash. What's going on? What happened?" So, Why are you dressed like that in my home? I'm not the one wearing hood ornaments on the side of my head. Right. Great line. <laughs> yeah. oh, those things are stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's fucking amazing. So, and, but the cool thing about this is you then basically get, you basically have to get Wally kind of going back and reintroducing himself to, right. to, to all the other the, the people who ever knew him. Because one thing he realizes is that while he did this, them by erasing who he was, uh, remembering who he was, it also erased the memory of Barry Allen. So nobody remembers that Barry Allen was the Flash as well and made all these sacrifices. So you have the statue of the Flash, but Barry's Barry Allen's legacy is kind of gone. Right, it's identity unknown. Right, and Wally kind of splits the difference because he's like, maybe the world shouldn't know I'm Wally West, but my uncle's friends should. Mm-hmm. And you also get um, my two favorite thing, two of my favorite things in issue two hundred nine. You get the explanation on why Superman's a badass when he does the thing with like filling his eyes with heat vision, mm-hmm. but also explaining why he's smarter than Bruce because he has a family outside of this. Mm-hmm. And then you get a full on Superman flash race. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> is so silver agey and stupid. Right. But I'm really glad John's made it work. Well, they did. They did it, and it was cool because. It's really like Flash is like oh, I let him keep up with me, but yeah, I'm not gonna let him touch. Yeah, it was just yeah. you could tell that, that that Wally was more like he needed it, and at the end he was like, "All right, I'll tell you who I am." You know, it was just like he needed to get that out of the system. Like I just wanted to make sure you realize I'm still fast. No, at the end he goes, I, he whispers, "I won." Yeah, he told me, "I won." <laughs> yeah, it's just and you can tell he wasn't really breaking a sweat either doing yeah. it. So even in the beginning, he's like, "I could steal all Superman's energy and stop him, but that'd be yeah. throw him out of the car." Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to be nice and let him run with me, but I could totally smoke him. But it's even better because you, you see how different it is for someone. Like, for the Speed Force, this is what he does naturally. Mm-hmm. He said, listening to Superman's muscles break the laws of physics mm-hmm. is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, is, yeah, um, so that's when he kind of decides to tell everyone who his uncle was. Um, I guess the mechanism, the kind of the back door the specter built in is when he unmasks, all the memories come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get like little things from like Superman. And like, even though nice moment into that issue where he says, I've never hung out with Superman outside the league. He says, that's Superman, Wally Clark. And from there, it's kind of a, a tour around the DC universe where he introduces himself to people again. And then he runs into his best friend, Nightwing. Yeah. I mean, they go and, to, they go to the teen Titans and, and they have to fight Grodd in possibly the worst circumstances possible. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know if I in, like reading as a kid. I thought Grodd was a super super. He's a talking monkey. Yeah, I do not think that anymore. No, I mean he is a terrifying. I, again, we go back to the rogue. He's a terrifying. Well, he's not technically one of the rogues, but he he's he's a he's close enough. Yeah, he's a terrifying villain because he's just yeah no he, a telepathic murderous gorilla. 
you know, and, and come from Gorilla City, where they're just like, yeah, we're not this. The the interesting thing about the um the tour around, you get that you get that interesting story where um Wally's telling the rest of the Teen Titans when he first met Batman. Right. And it's fucking hilarious. He's <laughs> like, I circled the Golden Globe about five times. Right. Before Barry calmed me down. Right. <laughs> him, and, him and Dick snuck in. when when It was back when Dick was robbing. They sneak into the Batcave. And then he's like talking he's like talking shit about about Batman. And then Batman does the Batman thing where he just shows up. My, my uncle says he's a crazy loner who he's behind me, isn't he? Right. <laughs> Oh man, it's fucking it's just hilarious the way that works, man. Um It's how you'd react if Batman were behind you and you mm-hmm. had super speed. You would run as fast and as far as possible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um from there we got Dick, like I said, Dick and Dick and Wally versus Girl Grodd. Mm-hmm. Then we get Identity Crisis. So for those of you who aren't engrossed in DC at the time, Brad Meltzer wrote a series Identity Crisis, we already referenced it about uh the loved ones of heroes being targeted. And the the way they did the tie-ins for this is you didn't have to read any of that stuff. Any of it to read to read this. Like I was again, that's another problem I have with some of these tie-ins and some of these things they do. You don't if you don't read the other tie-ins, you're like, what the fuck happened here? You don't have to worry about that because they tell the whole story just from the lens of mm-hmm. how it affects the Flash. Mm-hmm. It's very specific, and it's and and you know what? Something I didn't realize until we did the rereading is this is threatening his image of his uncle. Yep, and this and because. Yes. He's like, I can't. It's like, but then he reads the letter and reveals that Barry had once tried to alter the mind of the top, and his next goal was, I got to fix this. Yeah. I got to undo. I got to. Barry needs me from beyond the grave. I'm going to deliver. Yeah. And he. It's. It's. Again, it's the. Protecting the legacy of Barry. Right. And I feel like, again, that's it's a recurring theme with Wally. Uh, him taking on the mantle and accepting the mantle is basically him. His way of protecting the. the the legacy of his uncle. And then when identity crisis comes up, it's the same thing. It's like, Hey, in order to, to, to really, you know, protect Barry's legacy, I need to, I need to do it. I need to do this favor for him and fix this for him. And yeah, the top is fucking a badass villain. He made me respect the top because what's been revealed is that now that when Barry used Santana to flip the top into a good guy, didn't always take, and then the flop, the, the flop, the top was using his powers to switch the rogues, try to make them good because to give Barry more allies. And mm-hmm. then eventually drove the top insane. Yeah. And so you get that a little bit where Heatwave was working with the FBI. You had a whole FBI team of basically former, of ex-rogues who are now going to take out rogues. And so it's it's a crazy. You have the, the trickster, you have uh, Heatwave. Who else is on that, that team? It was... um. Uh, Trickster, Heatwave, Magenta, Pied Piper. Yeah. And I think that's it. It's those four. Right. So, and um, Pied Piper had become a really close ally of of Wally. Right. Like, they're friends. Like, he knew who Wally was. And that's actually how, that's actually how, um, uh, I was going to say, uh, that, that kind of Wally's able to kind of, I think, stop. Pi Piper from going back to being a rogue is he kind of he's like well maybe if I unveil myself to him this will kind of save him because right. now Barry's faced with this idea of you know if the top can do what he says he can do all these 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 rogues who who are good now are going to go bad and this is going to be a fucking problem you know so yeah and after that before we launch into the rogue war we get uh, we get what I talk about those profile issues of the rogues. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to see why Heatwave's a crazy person. 
and it's it's kind of you're kind of like man that's fucked up. It pers- it, it it honestly it, it it makes you give a shit about the rogues. Yeah. You're like these aren't just bad guys who are like a a, a union. Like even Cold is who is the leader of the rogues because he's got a cold gun and because mm-hmm. he's just a badass. He's like, look, man, I, I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, get drunk. He, he ends up stealing the Stanley Cup, which makes just made me smile. I thought that was just <laughs> stupid and great. But he, like the, like the the heat wave one, you see that he's not just a guy who's got a gun that can melt the Flash's feet. He's a sick person. Mm-hmm. And they reference it even before you get to this issue because it's talking about the, the Rory Byrne victims fund and all that stuff and the enticement they're using to keep him working in the FBI. Mm-hmm. But from there, we get kind of what Johns has led to his entire run, Rogue War. Right. Where you've got the FBI rogues teaming up to take down the other rogues. And it is it doesn't go well for anyone. No. Oh, and then on top of that, we've also got Athens uh, uh Hunter's right. wife. Has come back and is trying to atone for a husband who also has now escaped. Of course, he's escaped because he's a he. Because, right. like we said, they lock him in Iron Heights and they're like, right. he's gonna get out, and he does. So, what you have is you don't just have the rogues having this war where Barry kind of gets dragged in between. You now also have his greatest villain is now out as well. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know until it's. Until it's way too late. Way too late. <laughs> way too late. So the Rogue War kicks off um, the FBI, the, the 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 evil rogues. But by the way, people say that, you know, they aren't that powerful. Mm, Captain Cold can, has a gun that generates absolute zero, which makes the Flash slow up to see. Heatwave can generate flames that will melt the friction-proof Flash. Mm-hmm. Mirror Master is essentially a god. Mm-hmm. Which really, like, the more I read it, was like, why, why? He can travel through mirrors? And his entire universe is in these mirrors? It's crazy. Um, weather Wizard can control the weather. Um, yeah. The thing, the it's, great thing it's that, all They're all very powerful. And them yeah. working together is suitably scary. Yeah, it, it, the rogues, Flash's rogues, they, like you said, they have these bright colors, they have silly costumes, they look crazy, but they're super powerful. They, um, they're organized. It really makes them like the anti-Justice Justice League almost. Right. Because, and, and and again, one guy has to take them out. Right. So, yeah, it's not good. In that first panel, in the first, I think, nine, ten pages of Rogue War, you get to see them take that building mm-hmm. as a unit. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. They're, they're or, like, no, like, it's like if the, if, it's like if SEAL Team 6 had powers, but were evil. Like, Mirror Master's killing people in their reflections. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never in danger. No. Never. You know? Oh, so, and then they added in, they, they added in uh, Captain Boomerang's son. Kid. Yes. Because Captain Boomerang is, is, is killed. And, right. his, and that's one of the things that kind of brings all the rogues out is they have this... Who, who made their little... They have, like, a rogue graveyard. Yeah, it's uh, called Avernus. And it is... I know it's. I know the folded man helps keep it hidden along with mm-hmm. Grot. I think it's the folded man who gave it to him. Yeah, because he can operate in. I think it's like two D. Like I said, the powers get kind of crazy and kind of silver agey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the full uh, here. I got the book in front of me. The folded man opened up a doorway to four D space, fit the entire uh, graveyard to a plot of land that's one by one. Grot gave his clock cloaking tech from the Grill City tie the entrance. He didn't. He doesn't have a soul or anything. Cole just promises him uh, the Flash's heart when it all goes down. Yeah, 
and, <laughs> and and that's what they do. So the, and, and again, the the thing about the that scene is you see how you know how there is this code. And the other thing too with Captain Cold is he's kind of like trying to keep everybody together. They're they're the closest thing they have to family. Like, and what, what happens is when somebody dies, they basically go out and they ransack the town using like the person who dies method of um, their attack. So they went out and they they were like they ransacked the town, throwing boomerangs around to honor Captain Boomerang. Uh, the other thing I think uh, Boomerang's son's name was Owen. He doesn't Owen. know who his mother is. Right. And again, you find out, and I was like, again, time travel, and just, I'm like, time travel's a beast. Man. Time travel's a beast when you figure it out. <laughs> and he thinks he's a, he's a, he's the son of a speedster because his power allows him to throw these boomerangs super fast. So they're trying to figure out who his mother is. And then when you find out, you're like, I had to look it up because they don't answer the, they tell you who she is. We don't really, you might not really know from reading. You see the, the silhouettes pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you've been reading the flat. Like again, that's something that ties back into wage run. Yeah. So like he introduces tornado twins. Right. So when you, you read that, you're like, Oh, son of a bitch, man. And then, you, <laughs> then when you see how it happens, how it happens, you're like, you're he's like a flash. He's a, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's the line between the rogues and mm-hmm. the flash family. Well, I was going to say how, Captain Boomerang even got back there. You're like, oh son of a bitch! I'm like, I'm watching, I'm watching this fight that's happening in in the time stream, and I see Captain Boomerang fall out. I'm just like, huh, that's weird. And then you see, you're like, oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I can't believe he fell out of the time stream and fell into like the future, and that's how he because of them traveling through time this time. Yeah, and I'm like, again, time travel fucks things up. Exactly. And you you might not know right then, but it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. But, um, yeah, so in the middle of the Rogue Wars, you get Zoom has shown up, and he decided that the way to, uh, that he's not enough to, <laughs> to, make, to, to make, to make Wally the best he needs to be. So he needs help. So if uh, b- before this, I do want to, I do want to point out that the Rogue stopped fighting. They started focusing on the Flash, and Captain Cold killed the top very badly. Oh, yeah. He turned, he turned the Mirror Master and said, he says, hey, why are you so big? He says, because I'm talking to you through the lower half of the top's jaw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and again, remember, and, and it, he has a chance to kind of go after after Wally. He kind of does. He's just like, no, we're done here. We're just going to we're going we're gonna to do this and we're going to handle this. And yeah, we, we we're, we're going to take care of this. I don't like the way I don't like the way top's been doing business. So, you know. Like way worse in uh, 223 because we saw Zolomon kidnap Jay Garrick and we didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And we figured, and it's revealed that he, Solomon remembered that he can't use the treadmill. Yes. <laughs> Good memory, Solomon. Yeah. So he made Jay use it. And then the, the last page of 223 is the professor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's the worst day of all his life. Yeah. You, so if, if 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 Hunter can't make Wally the best Flash he can be, who made Barry the best Flash he could be? None other than his own fucking his worst his worst fucking enemy. So Zoom goes and gets Thawne. So now you you have Wally facing not one but now two Zoom two Reverse Flashes alongside Kid Flash and tied up Big Eric. Mm-hmm. And that's and they even throw in a line to Return of Barry Allen. There's something on the edge of my mind, a lost memory, a feeling about you. Mm-hmm. 
talking about why because he'd forgotten the encounter. Yep. Yep. And uh, then, because, again, this is going to be the second worst day of, of, of Wally's life, who shows up to help? Barry. So you get the so you get these panels. I think they're they're in what two twenty four. Two twenty four. Where you get two flashes, two reverse flashes, fighting on two different cosmic treadmills, (laughs) going back, but they're reliving a moment that happened in issue one ninety eight. Yes, they're reliving the moment (laughs) when. By the way, when they match the art styles, I was like, okay, this is really good. Yeah, they go back to when uh, Hunter. Hurts Linda and kills the the twins. So he wants he wants uh, Wally to keep reliving this moment, but Barry's did help. So now they're fighting over this, and it's a really well done thing. It's and, so well done because the Flash had gone through two more artists since one ninety eight, mm-hmm. and you see in this when they're revisiting it, you watch uh, who drew who's drawing two twenty five Howard Porter. Kind of aped the style of, uh, oh, what's your name? Of uh, Scott Collins. Like you see him kind of draw the flash in the, the, the current flash is drawn just like Porter would draw. Mm-hmm. But the older flash is like the older references, the older panels, they aren't lifted panels, they're redrawn to look like Scott Collins drew. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a lot of care to put in a book. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's like, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this one. You have, you have Zoom. I'm looking at this one panel. You have Zoom running on the treadmill as Hunter is fighting with Wally, who are behind him on the treadmill fighting. Like it's just such a, it's such an incredible, such an incredible panel, man. It's just, it's like, I, I, it's crazy. And then like you said you have him having to watch Linda get hurt over and over again, and he can't do anything to stop it. So again, it goes back to why is it the worst day of his, one of the second right. day of his life, and that's when Barry shows up at the end of <laughs> of two twenty four. Barry's like, "Hey, yeah, I've been looking for you guys," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so you get in two twenty five. You get, like I said, you get these the, the, these four speedsters running over, you know, this cosmic treadmill, and one thing even I, Wally gives a thought panel. Mm-hmm. So this is Barry sometime before he left for the future, before he came back to visit. Mm-hmm. God, time traveling makes my head hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to. I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's supposed to. Now, one thing that happens in here is Barry knows that he can't stop and save uh, Linda. And he can't even know what's going on. He told Bob, so yeah. don't tell me. I'll just, let's worry about our relative present. Yeah. Well, he can't tell. He can't tell Barry. But Wally also knows that he can't save Linda. So... When he's doing this fight and they're fighting around, one thing he does is, I I can't remember where Hunter is going to go do. He's going towards. Uh, oh, he's gonna. He says, "When I hit her, there'll be nothing left." He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna kill her now. Yeah, he was gonna. He actually gonna kill her this time. So Barry goes after goes after him and does as much as he can. And he basically tears the muscles in his arm to to basically hit Hunter in the back. And what you later find out is by doing that and the the. He ended up present day hunter. Takes, <laughs> no, it's take, hard to yeah. Present day hunter takes some of the the shock wave of the past hunter hitting um, Linda, and what that does is it actually means that the kids aren't gonna die. So when he comes back, you end up finding because during this whole entire time, 
you find out that Linda's back in the, in the present day and she's kind of like going through some shit. She's coughing up blood. These weird things are going on. You end up finding out that she's all of a sudden she's pregnant. <laughs> she's, she comes back and all of a sudden she's nine months pregnant. And has the kids. And has the kids. And so while it's the worst moment of his life, he's kind of also entered into the greatest moments of his life as well. Right. So, I mean, what's Jay Garrett call it? Spontaneous conception via time travel. Yeah. I mean, again, it sounds crazy. It's but so when, comic booky. It's so comic booky. It sounds crazy. But when you read it, though, it actually makes fucking sense. It makes perfect sense. You're like, oh, wow. this The way they did it, the way they worked. And I think that's why I love the the Flash so much is it, it's, a, it's a concept that shouldn't work. When you have a guy that this, that this that's this fast and can do this many things, there's so many things that can go wrong with it. But it's still such a personal book. And unlike something like Superman, where you feel like he's still this god among men, Wally West and Barry Allen, the, and the entire Flash family, always feel like they're still just regular people. They're guys with powers. Yeah. Regular guys with powers. The, that's what I liked about the Flash books in the 90s, is Wally felt like a Marvel character trapped to DC. Mm-hmm. Like he was written with death. Like, like when's the last time you talk about Clark Kent had to make a deadline? Why would that matter? But Wally was Wally had money troubles. Mm-hmm. Wally, when he gets his identity hidden again, goes to be a police mechanic. Yeah, <laughs> they call him after they everyone's forgotten who he is. They call him. You must be Mister West because Iris is a yeah. or not Iris. You must be Mister Park because Linda is a famous yeah. news reporter. She's a famous news reporter. <laughs> oh, like like he, they're on the street and he gets. A, Oh, you must, yeah, you must be Mr. Park. You know, it's, it is funny. And, I, you know, in a way, once everybody finds out, like, once he kind of reveals himself to Linda and, and she remembers that he's the Flash and things like that, they don't drag that out too long. But she vanishes for, like, 10 issues. Yeah. I mean, what, what I mean is they don't drag out the reveal. Like, once he yeah. finally goes and, and does it, you know, she goes off and does But eventually, again, that still doesn't, she, 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 she vanishes, but it doesn't feel like it's too long. You're not like, you, you don't miss her too much because yeah. everything else is going on. But, again, you know they're going to come back together because it's family and one. We kind of know how the past, we know how the future goes, you know? <laughs> right. And uh, one character we did not mention here, again, time travel. The reason why Bart is back there, Iris West is back there as well. She's come it's from, a whole thing. from the future. Yeah, so it's just, <laughs> again, so, and again, She's she's part of the family. It it, it it's a big thing. Um, they bring that up because there's one. Was it was it the was it was it Thawne or was it Hunter? One of the flat. Yeah, it was when Barry Allen comes back with the um when 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 the return of Barry Allen back there. Wade, I think Thawne has yeah. that book that that, yeah. that that book that's written by Iris West, but it's from 1997. And Which was the future of that book? Yeah. It was the future of that book, and so basically, <laughs> so basically, Wally at that moment realizes that Iris isn't dead or can't possibly be dead, and something else is going on here. Again, it just it, it goes back into how much time travel plays into all this stuff, but you know, it's it 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 never feels it never feels bad. One of the last things I want to do before we we end this for um this run is you you end you end this 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 issue two twenty five. With uh, the rogues, with Captain Cole and the rogues, basically going, all right. So now that we're all back to in our same mind, we're all. I guess we're just gonna, we're, we're we got we got the band back together, right? 
you know? Nothing's more important than yeah. family except maybe revenge. Yeah, so we go, um, and what about Heat Wave and Trickster? They want in. It's like they made mistakes, but they're both still rogues. They're still family. There's nothing more, more important than family. Well, except maybe revenge. So, Because as they walk away from the top's grave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yo, Cold's bad, man. Yeah, uh, listen, like, again, the his villains have have the craziest, you know, names. They have the craziest powers and, you know, they, they don't seem like much, but he might have the rogue gallery that I like the most because there's so much personality to them, at least from what they've been written at before. Yeah. Um, like it gave them so much personality and they're dangerous because Super they're organized dangerous. and they never really attack by themselves. So yeah, it's a, it's a really great run. I'll, we'll put all those issues in to the show notes for this, but yeah, going back and reading this, I gotta say that these these older issues of the Flash really hold up. And Barry Allen, I mean, ugh, I keep saying Barry, keep <laughs> saying Barry Allen because it's but Wally Wally is one of my more favorite favorite DC characters. It's, it's so relatable, yeah, to him. You know, let's and, uh, real quickly before we finish up. Wally West is in the New Fifty Two. These are all pre New Fifty Two books. Yeah, New Fifty Two. Wally West have introduced um, as. Bear as Iris's nephew again. He's black this time, and so the next time you see Wally West, like if if you watched any other multimedia, Wally's been like you said in Justice League, Justice League Limited. He made like three or four appearances in Teen Titans. He is the he's the Kid Flash in Young Justice. But the next time you see a Kid Flash on television, it could very well be in the Flash WBC or CW series, and it could very well be a black black Kid Flash. Mm-hmm. Which I'm super ready for. Yeah, because here's the thing: if it, it's going to become that time when Wally's going to have to make a comeback, because he's such a huge part. Like again, if you if you picked up comics recently, I think you said what it was 2009. It was from from 1987 to for 22 years he was the Flash. Yeah. So and and that, that's a huge deal. So this is not. Like some other characters where they just kind of take over the mantle for a little bit. It's not like, you know, when Dick becomes Batman for a few issues and that's it, you know, for, for, for a little bit of time. This is this was The Flash, and it was a huge part of everything. So I'm waiting on that, that, that resurgence of, of Wally West coming back. Because he's he is, for the longest time, he was The Flash. <laughs> right. Know? So, and he's very important, like I said. I think Barry now is technically faster, but for a lot of the time during these runs, Wally was faster than Barry. Oh, even when they brought him back, pre, like they brought back Barry before the New 52 ended to like facilitate Flashpoint and get his New 52. Mm-hmm. But at that point, like Wally was teaching Barry things. It's like, oh, you've been gone for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me show you how this is done. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what's the speed force? I'll show you. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> That's, I mean, really what it is. Like it's the mentor it, becomes the mentee. And it's and it's funny because at one point in these new books, in the newer books before New Fifty Two uh, started, he had always saying, you know, you know, I don't know, man, I can be your Nightwing to your Batman. I need to think of a new idea. He says, "How about you be the Flash to my Flash?" Mm-hmm. And I, that's and that's kind of more than anything is where I think the difference between not the only difference, but one of the main differences between the the Bat family and the Flash family is there's a definitive hierarchy of the Bat family, mm-hmm. and I feel like with the Flashes, it's really not. No. Like when Barry comes back, he doesn't say, 
oh, you took the mail. That's very surprising. And everybody, he says, oh, you changed the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. And it's it's no questions, no, how did it happen? Just, ah, oh, change the belt. Cool. And, and, You're and flash now, now. Well, not only that, but if you go back to, I think it was, was it Terminal Velocity? They're even talking about, hey, hey, Bart, you're eventually going to be the Flash. You need to get yourself together. Like, you, yeah. your training starts now. Like, you're here to train so that you will one day be the Flash. You never hear Batman going, okay, Dick, one day you're going to be the Batman. Yeah, that's because Batman's mission in his head will never end. Yeah. And the Flashes know that we run our race, mm-hmm. hand the baton, and we're out. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it, it's interesting. Like, it, it, this was a lot of fun. I really it, enjoyed it, this. It, it really is. Like one of the, I think one of the great things about uh, Terminal Velocity was when they they try to teach Bart, <laughs> and he's like, and finally, well, it's like, look, I need help. I need here are your teachers. <laughs> he brings in, you know, Max Murray, EJ, and I think Jesse. And they're like, all right, here we go. School's in session. We're gonna. I can't be one on one now. It's got to be. It's got to be a group of us. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't handle you by myself. So. But um, yeah, man, this has been a lot of fun. This, this was this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing this. It was it was hard to kind of go back and find some of the issues because again, DC does not have DC. a DC. You need to get a DC Unlimited. <laughs> Name your price. Name it. Yeah, come on, I'll do it. It doesn't matter. Just do like Marvel did and do it. I don't. I have no idea why you why you don't do that. Um, the next character corner we talked about this before we got on air. We are gonna do. Uh, we're going back to Marvel. And I really want to do a person of color, so we are going to do Sam Wilson. Yeah, Captain America, Sam Wilson. Yes. Well, he's. We're going to do he's, the entire. He's. Well, well right, he I'm is Captain, the character right now. Oh yeah, Captain America. He's Captain America. Yeah, he is Captain America. Okay. And uh, come fall, he's still going to be Captain America. So if you don't like that, fuck it. Get comfortable because he's going to be Captain America for a minute. Yeah. Because Marvel released. 45 all new books. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? The, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the solicitations? Yeah, I did. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, and these, in the, in the, uh, I'm really happy with Marvel. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, listen, they're, they, I was nervous, but now I'm not. I mean, they decided to commit to diversity and they're really doing it. And not just making the books diverse, they're, they're good books. Like, I like these characters. They're good. They have their own personality, and much like what they're doing with what they did with Wally West, and the, they're their own characters. So one of the great things, and we'll, I don't want to get too much into it, but I think now that I think about it, Sam Wilson's a great character to do for uh, following up Wally West because while he doesn't have a, a, a huge run right now as Captain America, he comes into that role. Like it's kind of the same thing. You're filling in the suit, the the, the boots of somebody who's a legend. Right. How are you gonna how are you gonna do that? And it's basically, hey, make it your own. Exactly. And it's been it's been a great run. So yeah, we'll be doing Sam Wilson the Falcon and now Captain America. And um it'll be fun. Yeah. I don't know when we're doing that because like I said, I go to Comic Con next week and so it might take us a while to get, get all the stuff together. But we will be back to do these. Um I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you like the rest of our stuff, go to movietrailerreviews.net. Search for Movie Trailer Reviews on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Uh, check out our premium shows as well. It's $8 a month. We're having a lot of fun with that. Uh, Deepom and I are going to be doing more than ECI Transformers. Recording that this weekend. I will be putting... I might. I told people I wasn't putting anything up until after I get back from Comic-Con. 
I feel kind of bad because somebody actually told me today that they actually have listened to all 25 episodes that are up. So I, <laughs> That's one of those I, good problems. Right. It's one of those good problems. So I will try to get at least one show up uh, next week uh, and then try to edit the rest of this stuff. And I'll be putting out two, maybe even three, depending on how many I have a week after that. So there'll be plenty of stuff up there on the premium feed. It's a lot of stuff. Like I said, we have uh, New Avengers, Avengers. We just did that. I still have... Um, what do I do? I also have Wonder Woman. We have a Scarestalgia to do. I have I'll probably be doing another Hell No Cupid soon. We have a Plain Dead on the last Game of Thrones. And then we'll have this episode on uh, More Than Makes the Eye. So definitely check out our premium shows as well. And yeah, just leave us. Check out the Insanity Check when you guys can. And leave us some comments. Uh, email us at mtrailerreviews.net. If you, uh, mtrailerreviews at movietrailerreviews.net. Uh, let us know if you have a character you guys want us to look into doing. Like I said, we have our own list, but if we see something interesting, we'll try to m- maybe move them to the uh, top of the line. Uh, don't go to the obvious ones. We're obviously doing somebody like the Black Panther. We're just kind of waiting on that one. I don't want to. I'm probably going to wait until after because we're doing a CBBC on that one as well. So that might be. That might wait until next year. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, these have been fun, man. Uh, tell people where they can get yourself at too, man. Deepon. Did we lose D-Bomb? Yes, we did lose D-Bomb. Oh. Yo, D-Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, we lost you from there. Tell people where they can get yourself at, man. Hey, find me at dudeyoucrazy.net. Actually, uh, really exciting times. Big announcement coming on the site on Monday. Um, find me on Twitter at D-Bomb66. There you guys have it. So, again, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys keep coming back and enjoy these shows. I know we are definitely enjoying going back and uh, relearning some of these characters. It's been great. So, excuse me, until next time, we're out of here. Peace.